I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I'm Tim, and today our podcast is on Carl Panzeram, uh, a serial killer. Back surprise. In, surprise. Yeah, surprise. This is the last serial killer we're going to do for a while, so we'll give you a break from that. I like the serial killer. I know you I do. Like the but we're, we're going to mix it up a bit. So, But uh, this is a real interesting one, so we wanted to do this <coughs> one before we got off the uh, serial killers. Um, this guy is a real wacko. Before we get into that, though, uh, as always, I'm joined by my uh, co-host, Brandy, the blue hair beauty, Herman. How are you today, Brandy? Great. And I'm also joined with the very distinguished, uh, exceptional, and... Um, really? Just an amazing human being, uh, humanitarian, <laughs> and that is the Colonel <laughs> Charles Beauregard Hawk. Walters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Well, well thank you very much for the introduction mm-hmm. to me. Now, my modesty won't allow me to agree with you. Uh, <laughs> I understand. I'm just here trying to <laughs> Neither do there will really, decency. Really, <laughs> reality. Trying to do the Lord's work. As always. As, as always. always. You know, and it's, it's a Saturday. Yes. It's getting warm. It is. It's uh, um, spring been, is around the corner. It's right around the corner. My seasonal affective disorder it seems to be uh, clearing up. Clearing up. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You take drugs for that? I take drugs just sometimes to just take drugs. Oh, I mean, not. Well, I've heard your your podcast. When I listen, when I listen to these podcasts. I can tell that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm losing. We sometimes. can tell you're high. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's well, medicinal uh, they're prescribed. Uh, sure. They're I do not condone illegal drug use. Prescribed is in air quotes. <laughs> okay, so let's. Um, uh, we've been criticized. We have some self criticism about doing taking too long to get to the story. So let's just get to the story, and then we'll come back for sponsors and shout outs. I don't think we have any shout outs today, do we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Okay, okay, we do. we do. Okay, you have a shout out. You can do a quick shout out. Uh, no, never mind. Uh, you know, what? I'm not going to even. I'm not even going to do it. Christ, we're taking, <laughs> we're taking long. We're still taking a long time to get to the story. Okay, let's get to Carl. Uh, Carl Panzeron, and I mean me pronouncing that name wrong, uh, was born on June 28, 19, or I'm sorry, 1891. He was a uh, serial killer, rapist, arsonist, and burglar. He. <laughs> He was the hamburger. Come on, guys. He was. He's confessed to at least twenty-one murders, and uh, interesting enough, sodomized over one thousand men. Now that takes it. Now that's a busy man, right? It there. Takes dedication. Yeah, yeah he's got and lots of lube. 
hopefully. <laughs> well, hopefully. yeah, that's yeah. true. We don't really know. He was imprisoned uh, a number of times during his life, and eventually he was executed for killing an, a prison employee in Leavenworth Federal Penitentiary in 1930. Um, he was born in Minnesota and uh, born to a, a poor family. He didn't have a, a very supportive or loving family. You don't know what it's like. It's like Chuck's kids. Baby, you don't know yeah, he, what he it's like. Uh, his family didn't <laughs> care too much about him. Love so the first sign of trouble. Some love, but that's why I had to break into the Bee Gees. Yeah. He just wanted some love. And was it the Bee Gees, you dick? So, <laughs> had some, to, had to, had somebody sometimes Charles breaks into song. Yeah. Has somebody loved him? Uh, well, he no, he, he didn't have anyone to love him. Although he has loved several. Yeah. If he would have had somebody to love him and properly address his emotional needs. He may have turned um, out, things may have turned out different. Oh yeah, yeah. but um, things there'd, be, there'd be a thousand men happier men in the world today. Yeah, well, yeah, probably at least a, a majority of them. The first sign of trouble came at age twelve when Carl went into a neighbor's home and stole some cake, apples, and a revolver. Just to sound, all things that go together. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sounds like he was, uh, you know, just uh, maybe maybe he was on what's that game called where you go collect different stuff. Scavenger? A scavenger, scavenger hunt. Hunt. Yeah, maybe he was uh, on a scavenger. <laughs> but anyway, he was sent to the Minnesota State Training School. It sounds like a correctional facility for young boys. Wayward boys. Yeah, uh, reform school. And while he was there, he was beaten, tortured uh, by staff members. Um, they called the place, uh, the Minnesota State Training School, the painting house because um, they gave it the name because you come in as a blank ca- uh, canvas and you exit uh, painted with bruises and blood. So it didn't sound like a really... And, and I don't think they meant that metaphorically. I think they meant no, it actually yeah, literally. Literally, they yeah. They the room and beat the holy hell out Yeah. Of and, they, and they tried to force Christianity on him too and uh, he didn't appreciate that much and he became very... Uh, he despise Christianity because of it. Uh, he eventually he burned down the um, the, the school, um, and that's um, he, that's how he responded. He they tried to beat the Lord into him, and he ended up uh, burning down the school. So in um, late 1905, um, he's eventually released. Uh, he oh, I believe he escaped, didn't he? Nope, he, he was know, released. He was released after, yeah. Now, I wonder if he had an IEP. Is that what it is? An IEP? IEP. Not when sure if they school? had him then, but maybe. Um, he could have had anger management, whatever. By the time he was a teenager, though, he was already an alcoholic. He was repeatedly in trouble with the, with the law. And um, he ran away from home at the age of 14. That was a bad mistake. It was because uh, he he had um, a tragic thing happen to him. When he ran away, uh, he would um, jump on freight carts on trains. And on one of his uh, adventures on the train, he was gang raped by a group of hobos. Now, you know, and now how many times has the colonel said, you can't, don't turn your back on the hobo? Well, at least twice a day. So is the hobo convention like an orgy? I don't know. There's a hobo convention for our listeners. There's a hobo convention every year in Iowa, and I really do want to go. They have uh, pie. 
They have pie and they have uh, ice cream socials. And it's all free. It, well, I don't know if it's all free, but if any of your folks out there ever been to a uh, hobo, uh, the hobo convention, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to find out what that's all about. But anyway, he was gang raped by a group of hobos. Ouch. And uh, that left an impression on the young Carl. You don't know what it's like. So now, we're, though, we're going to talk about his um, criminal career because it goes from bad to worse. So what, what happens well, after he's, uh, you know, he has his experience? You say it goes from bad to worse, but I'm trying to think of all the things he did. And I can't think of anything worse than being gang raped by a group of hobos. Well, he didn't. He wasn't. He was a victim in that. I know, but bad to worse. Well, I guess it got better for him, though. Right, but I mean, his behavior. His else. behavior. Yeah. Yeah. You should point out that he's. If you're doing any research on this guy, he he had about fifteen different aliases. Yeah, he was. A, he was a very angry man. He yeah. Was an angry man, and, and, and he was a, a thief. He was a thief, and and he'd steal. Well, most thieves. That's what the. And then, and, uh, by definition, <laughs> yeah, it's a given. Just check it. Could you let me go? <laughs> I um, <got> it. <laughs> and he'd steal. He'd steal anything from a bicycle to a yacht. Now, this man would steal a yacht if you turned your back on him. And you should okay. turn your back on him. Well, it, well, and if you turn your back on him, you might sodomize <laughs> So, oh, I think he'd steal your bicycle guaranteed. and sodomize it. Yeah. So, and and. We, I don't know if you're going to go into this, but he, he claimed he wasn't gay or wasn't a homosexual. He no, just he liked just liked to punish. It was it was a sense of punishment. Yeah, it was a power it was, thing. It was a power thing. Well, yeah. rape is a power thing. Everybody yeah. knows that rape is a is a is a power. Of, it's a it's not a sexual act. Yeah, it's a it's, it, a, it's uh, a demeaning, powerful, whatever. It's violent. It's a violent. It's yeah. a sickness. It's yeah. a violent act. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Colonel does not condone that. Um, so he, but he still, I mean, he, he So if you were, you were a tweet, you know, if you were on the edge yeah. of whether to do it or not. In case not. you were wondering. Yeah. I'm just saying. You're, you, he speaks out on all the controversial issues. <laughs> He's not afraid to take a stand. <laughs> were you against slavery, too? I was. I was against slavery. Yes, I, indeed, I was. I was against apartheid. I was, yeah. Very progressive. <laughs> I'm a colonel progressive, man. But anyway... What's interesting about him is is he was a very good thief. Now, occasionally he'd get caught and thrown in jail. Um, one time he got thrown in jail. Now, here, here is his, and I mean, I got to give him a shout-out on this one. All right. He broke in to William Howard Taft's house. That's his opus. I'm I mean, telling you, it, and, and then people say we don't talk about history on this show. Yeah, this is real history. He broke president in of the United States. Well, he wasn't president then. He was. He was in Secretary of War. Yeah, and he was the one who, uh, when when Panzram got, he was enlisted in the army. Um, he was convicted of larceny and served a prison sentence. So he went in the army, tried to straighten up, and he, he, well, yeah, he, and he still didn't straighten. up. I think he went into the army to try to get out of a jail sentence after he uh, okay. caught doing gotcha. something. Um, then, then he goes into the army. No, he don't straighten up. He's still stealing, lossing, and whatnot. And, uh, so he gets thrown in jail. And William Howard Taft, who's the Secretary of War, then signed, approved the sentence. It was a pretty harsh sentence because lossing. All he was really taking was two biscuits from the commissary. He took two biscuits, and they threw him in the slammer. Threw him in the slammer for two years for. A, a but year being the Secretary of War, I mean, he's just signing. A, it's just perfunctory, am I right? I mean, he's just signing a form. He doesn't really know about the case. But anyway, he he took exception to he that. He took it pretty damn personally and went to his house, 
He stole his 1911, his M1911, which is a pretty powerful gun. Uh, and then he used that in several murders. And then with the money he got, he went and bought himself a yacht. Because he was no, he was no trifling guy. How much, yeah. how much money do you keep in your house? I mean, I'm he, guessing the secretary doesn't like banks. Have you seen William Howard Taft? Yeah, he's a big man. He was a big man. He was a big man, and he needed a lot of Snickers balls. Yeah, well, he, he could not. You you know, you can't just count on You got to have cash there if you need that much. That's yeah, he took in a lot of calories. He's from, he's from Cincinnati. He is from Cincinnati. He took in a lot of calories. Yes, he did. But anyway, you're getting me off track here. I'm so sorry. So Pansram, he buys a yacht. And he hires a crew, which he planned to get drunk inside of us. So he planned, he, he, he hired a crew that he planned on raping and sodomizing and tossing overside. Yeah, that was, that was really his plan. It was a, a pre, actually a pretty bad plan because you need a crew. Um, yeah, if you have a yacht. Yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to, I mean, I would Who will get your drinks? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you get two crews and sodomize the one and... Sets an example. As a warning. Yeah, yeah. sets an example. Yeah, as an example and say, hey, when I tell you, you know, I don't know how jobs work, but yeah. <laughs> no salt on the margarita. Yeah. Well, well, never mind. So, Panzram described himself as rage personified. And and he said he would he would rape men who he'd robbed because he he liked to dominate and humiliate them. He was he was a, a powerfully, powerfully strong man. So it was pretty easy for him to overpower most men which he encountered. Um, he also was just mean. He liked to vandalize things. He loved vandalism and awesome. Just for just for the joy of annoying it. Yeah, he loved he was he loved to destroy things. Um, and the one time he was not. He was. A, he was a strike breaker against union employees. That's when you go in. They fight. They break their heads. They do whatever. That's the one time in his life he didn't engage in criminal activity. It's like yeah, because he was strong. getting. A, he had a. Um, you know, he had an outlet for all of his anger. He could go beat up um, strikers. You see yeah. his picture online. He just looks angry, doesn't he? I mean, he just looks like a like he's pissed off. Yeah, he he does not look like somebody you want to see walk in. If you're working the counter, it you know, looks the, like Lurch. The Burger King at two in the morning, and the yeah. guy says, "Hey, my 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 whopper's wrong. You just fix it. You don't argue with the man. You just fix it." So uh, so he keeps getting in trouble. He don't know what the hell to do. You know, he, he's going on and on. He uh, he was in Sing Sing. He was in prison in Montana. He served time in California. He served time in New York. He served time in Washington, D.C. He served time in Leavenworth. So he finally gets out about 1915. And I don't know how he keeps getting committed. He keeps getting sent to prison. But this is before everything was computerized. So I guess right. they didn't know. They have no um, database. Yeah. or. So now he's in... He's in uh, Astoria, Oregon. And he was using all these aliases, too. Well, that's true. That's true. Now, he's in Astoria, Oregon, and he breaks into a house, but he gets arrested right after he tries to sell some of them. So now he's sentenced to seven years in prison at the Oregon State. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Penitentiary. Um, now, Oregon, every place in Oregon is nice. So even if you go to the penitentiary, it's not a bad place. But We have a lot of listeners in Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, Beautiful area of the country. But unfortunately, he got sent to this place where they had Harry Mento. Um, um, you like he, Mentos, don't you? Well, I love Mentos. Yeah, he is. Mentos and Coke. Actually, Harry Mento was the warden. Um, his family would go on to produce and create the Mentos candy. No, no I didn't. Um, I believe their, the, the warden's name was Mento, M-I-N-T-O. Right? Yes. Okay, but they could have gone on it. They, they could have. They could have. We yeah. don't know that he did We're didn't. not saying that. We don't know that he didn't. So, Minto was kind of like if you made Carl Panzram the warden of a prison. He loved, he believed in harsh treatment of inmates. He liked to beat them, isolate them. He was very cruel, worded. Yeah. He was very, very mean. He was, a, he was, he was. It was almost like uh, he was back. It's like you put the blue hand devil in charge of a prison. Yeah, I don't know what that's supposed to be. But it was almost like Carl was back to the back to his childhood. Yeah, back to the reform school. You don't know what it. Well, see, I think if somebody would have loved the poor man when he was little, does none of this would happen. He didn't get any love. He didn't get a hug. Hey, Doctor Phil, <laughs> tell us more. I'm sorry. Am I getting off track? Well, him and, him and a, another guy. Um, now, now Pandran hates the warden. And he said, you know what? I'm never going to do seven years here. So Pansram and another guy, Otto Hooker. Now, what kind of name is that? I it's my new favorite name. name. You know, <laughs> if you spell his name backwards, it's the same. No, it's not. Otto? Well, Otto, but not Otto Hooker. Yeah, not There's Otto a name Hooker. for that. What's, an, what's the word for that? When you spell uh, it? We'll look it up. You asked yeah. me too fast. Academics. Well, anyway, so, uh, now we're getting to the exciting part. Okay. I'm getting Sorry. to the climax of the story here. Go on with the climax. Now, Pandram and the hooker escaped from the prison. And while evading capture, hooker... It was like Shawshank. Shawshank? <laughs> Shawshank? Yeah. That was the B movie. Shawshank? That was the porn? Whatever. Whatever. Shawshank? Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. Shark Tank. Shark Tank? So anyway, they escaped. Him and Hooker escaped. How did they escape? They saw through the balls in the, in the thing. Now, they out 61 days, but why they why they're out? Uh, they're chasing them down, you know. And even Mento, because he had to get all involved, you know. Warden should it's just like stay fugitive. back, let the hounds get him or whatever, because you know. I'll take. Well, they thing. took it. He took it personally. He did take it personally. He went out to catch him. Now I'll tell you what he should have done. And, and had it been today. You, you let the hounds go after them, you know what they could have done? What? Just call Rudebecker. 
Rudebeck Clancy. You know he had Hound, had Beagle, yeah. or had Beagle, had German Shepherd. He'd have, caught, he'd have caught these two. No time. Shoot them to pieces. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but anyway, back to the story. So, Hooker killed Bento. He caught him out in the woods and killed him. So now, he's lucky the Hooker got him and not yeah. Carl, because Carl would have yeah. done the dirty to him and then killed him. He would have uh, sodomized him as well. He would have. Um, but they got away and uh, got caught. Um, he... he he was in, he got he was out sixty one days. He was involved in two shootouts um, and got returned to the prison. Some bitch couldn't stay out of trouble. No, but somehow he gets back in jail and he gets a hold of I don't know how they must have gave him a job in a machine shop. You know these weren't smart people. So he saw through the balls again and escaped again. Now this time he avoids capture. He jumps on a freight train heading east. You think he'd stay away from the freight trains? You know, you I would. think by this, this time he was raping the hobos. I, I, I will guess by this time he was raping the hobos. Yeah, he was doing a lot of stuff. Um, and he started going by the name of John O'Leary and shaved off his mustache, which was a very impressive mustache, um, but he got rid of it. Um, I only have a traveling without a mustache. Then he starts doing crazy stuff. Um, now, Pandram's... You know, he's involved in one murder, and he's as an accessory before the fact. But uh, this is when he begins his killing spree. He he doesn't have anything to lose at this point. Right. So he's got this money from Taft. He gets the yacht, and he calls it the uh, Akiska. So he lures sailors in New York away from bars, gets them drunk, rapes them, shoots them with the forty-five that he got from them. Dumps the body off in uh, Long Island Sound. Now, he says he killed 10 and all, and there ain't no reason. This guy ain't a braggart. You know, he just mean. Uh, yeah, he kind of confessed all this stuff to a, a prison guard at the end of his life, I think. Yeah. Who said was said his own, would be his only friend. I see it as more of a professional relationship, a guard and a prisoner, but... Damn, it was the closest thing he had at a friend. Right. And then it never really explains why he does this, and he never really says why he does it, but he uh, what well, he crashed the vessel. He shipwrecked the, the yacht. yacht. Yeah. The uh, Akiska. Yeah, he was not going to win the World Cup any anytime soon, so he cra- He ran the, ran the yacht aground, um, and luckily for two of his uh, victims, they got away. So what Pansram does is he jumps on a ship and goes to Africa. Another ship. Another ship, yeah. And and nobody knows why he went to Africa, but he stops him in uh, Angola first, where he uh, killed an eleven and twelve year old boy. And is he confesses to this when you know later on after he's caught and he says this now this is what kind of sick man this man was, he says. His brains were coming out of his ears when I left him, and there'll never be any debtor. Now, mm. He also claimed that while he was rowing a boat, he shot the rowers and threw the bodies to the crocodiles. Now, See, that's what I mean. It's, sometimes it's hard to know what if he's bullshitting. Or, I mean, we know he's killed. I mean, he killed a lot of people, so there's no reason really to doubt him. But who could have rowed a boat? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I mean, there. I, at least wait till you get to the shore to shoot. Yeah. I mean, that's what he fed him to crocodiles. Fed him to crocodiles. According to him. Yeah, according to him. So, you know, now he had all kinds of crazy. He wanted to wipe out an entire. He wanted to wipe. He, he became like a cre- uh, figure on a Batman, on the Batman. 
You know, he could have been the Joker or whatever. He wanted to start a war, didn't he? Well, he wanted to poison an entire city water supply with arsenic. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, he wanted to scuttle a British warship uh, to provoke a war between Britain and the United States, um, which I think at this time we would have won. It was 1928. It was pretty wiped out by yeah, We just did with allies with them a few years earlier. Yeah, but so what his thinking was, but didn't he also did he also rape say he raped and killed two small boys during this time? Yeah, that's the eleven and twelve year old. I tried to skip yeah. over the rape part. I'm tired okay. of him raping people. He's um and, and, and when he's in prison, he, this is what he says. In my lifetime now he gets oh I'm sorry, I jumped ahead a little bit. Now he's in nineteen twenty eight he finally comes back to the United States. He's arrested for burglary in in, in Washington, DC. And he, very, he, he confessed to killing those two boys. And at this time, he, he becomes friends with a prison guard named Henry Lesser. Now, Lesser, he gave Pandrum some writing stuff. And Pandrum wrote his autobiography. And here's one of the quotes from it. And this tells you kind of what, it, what he was like. It says, in my lifetime, I have murdered 21 human beings. I've committed thousands of burglaries, robberies, larcenies, arsons. And last but not least, I have committed sodomy on more than 1,000 male human beings. For all these things, I am not the least bit sorry. So he didn't have any remorse for all this? No, he didn't have no remorse. He was happy. You know what he had remorse for? That he didn't kill 55 and sodomize 5,000. Yeah. That's what he had remorse for. And so that's when they're going to execute him. So he's uh, he's arrested, charged with murder, convicted, gets a death sentence, and sentenced back to Leavenworth for Well, he was execution. given a 25-year sentence. Okay. Um, and he just walks into jail and says, you know, I'll kill the first man that bothers me. That's what he tells the warden. And he was considered a psychotic, so he was given a solitary job in the laundry room. And then uh, he decided to kill this guy named Robert Wonky. Um, who was a foreman of the prison laundry. He beat him So he was a man of his word. Oh, he was. So then he, he uh, got sentenced to death. He could have appealed it, but he refused to appeal, and he threatened to kill a human rights activist who attempted to intervene on his behalf. He did not want to mess around. He did not. So he got, uh, he got, he got hanged. What did he think about the human race? What did he think about the human Didn't race? Didn't he say he, something that he wished the entire he human race? He wished the entire human race had just one neck, one big fat neck, and I could wrap my hands around it. And then, and this is how cantankerous he is. And I thought the blue-haired devil was cantankerous, but this Well, man, she is. He's more cantankerous than her. When the executioner comes up to hang him, he looks at him and says, Come on, hurry it up, you who's your bastard. I could hang a dozen men while you're screwing around here. <laughs> and you're not making that up. That was his actual quote. Yeah, who's your bastard? I could hang a dozen men while you're screwing the, around. I guess the executioner must have been from Indiana. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think calling somebody a hoosier is an insult. Insult no matter where they're from. Across the United States. Yeah. I see. It's because it means you're from Indiana, and people from Indiana are considered slow-witted. I see. So he was uh, he was hanged, and he was buried in Leavenworth Penitentiary mm-hmm. Cemetery. Yeah. And the writings that he gave to Henry Lesser, um, Lesser hung on to those, and he uh, tried to get them published. 
And uh, it took him a number of years. So that was in 1929, I guess, when he was, or 1930, when he was executed. And it wasn't until 1970 yeah. that he finally, Lester was a, finally able to get uh, a, a uh, publisher for the uh, uh, Panzeran's letters, a manuscript. And it was released under the title Killer, a Journal, a journal of Murder. The book was praised uh, for its insight into the mind of a serial killer. And then in 1996, there was a movie for, uh, based on that, um, on that book starring James Woods as Carl Pazaran. And um, there he is. James Woods, a fine actor. I yeah, he is. He is indeed. Uh, you know, he went to MIT. I did not know that. Very smart man. So, um, we kind of just went on and on, and Brandy didn't get to speak at all. That's, that's, that's what we call good day. <laughs> that's how you evaluate the day. That's how you evaluate things at the end of the day. Uh, well, it depends on how much the blue head devil has yelled at me, and uh, she hasn't yelled at me too much. Brandy, do you have any closing thoughts? No. I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta thank our sponsor. Okay, well, who is our sponsor today? Our sponsor today is Holy Sheets. Holy Sheets, and what Holy do they sheets. do? They, they, they make sheets. How do you think they do? I didn't know. That's why I asked. Yeah, but they make the they make the the sheets from back into Jesus Day. Burlap. 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 Not, yeah, like you can get the twenty five count burlap pillowcases. Yeah, very very sturdy. Yeah, you can get them, uh, you know, like the sheets, whatever. The shrouds. You can shroud. get a shroud if you want. Um, I always wanted a shroud. Yeah, and that is not to be confused with heavenly sheets. These are holy sheets. Oh, yeah. can you get shrouds online? You can get shrouds online. Shrouds.com? Yeah. Um, yes. No, no. Not Amazon? No. Maybe Amazon. For the love of God, would you go to Holy Sheets? They're our sponsor. <laughs> yes. Holy, Definitely go to Holy Sheets. Holysheet.com. Holysheets.com. Yeah. All right. Thank you, yeah, everyone. Tell them you, you get 10% off. And don't forget, send in your questions. Ask the Colonel. Ask the Colonel on Colonel's Facebook page. Or you can submit them you can on, put it on the History Dweeb page. History Dweeb page. Thank you for your participation on that. We're, all of our podcasts are available free. Hard, hard to believe we don't charge yeah, for it's this. It's hard to believe you get these for free, but, you know, it's that really they're a bargain at any price. Um, yeah, you, some things you can't put a dollar amount on. So um, at, at iTunes and Stitcher, and thank you for joining us. Next time we'll have something, a new podcast that probably won't have anything to do with serial killers. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again real soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.